Hi, everybody. It's Steve Smith, the editor of PHC News Magazine. Today, I'm talking to Heather Ripley, one of my favorite people. I've known Heather forever. And Heather, well, thanks for coming on today. How are you doing today? Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm very well. Thank you. Well, listen, uh, How are you? I've been anxious to talk. To, I'm very good. Uh, and good. better talking to you, of course. Now, I've been anxious to talk to you. Uh, obviously, I've known you for a long time since your days at Clockwork Home Services, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, one of the big reasons we're talking today is Heather's got a new book out called Next Level Now, PR Secrets to Drive Explosive Growth for Your Home Service Business. So I've known you for a long time, but for everybody who may not be familiar with you and your work, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be so smart that you wrote a book? (laughs) Sure. Um, I don't know about the smart part, but I got my, I guess, industry start at Clockwork Home Services. That's where mm-hmm. that's where we met. Prior right. to that, I was doing uh, marketing and PR for various industries. Um, I, I got my start working for a department store, and mm-hmm. I loved writing ad copy for our direct mm-hmm. mail pieces. And that's how I kind of fell in love with marketing and the written word. And then I worked for a professional uh, services organization and then a manufacturing company and and then clockwork. Uh, I grew up in somewhat of the trades. My father is a mechanic. His grandfather was an electrician. So I, I grew up in very much a blue collar family and when I got the job at Clockwork, I was I was excited. Uh, I really didn't know that much about HVAC or plumbing, mm-hmm. but I loved working with the owners. And mm-hmm. um, really, I was hired to do marketing, but I, I started realizing how much PR could play a big role in their growth in their market. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Good. and that's where I met you. And again, uh, Clockwork Home Services for everybody, uh, it, you know, it's still a going concern, of course. There's new ownership, but... Um, People might also be more familiar with uh, with the name brands of the franchises. One hour, one hour HVAC, I think. Yeah, one hour air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Benjamin Franklin Plumbing and Mister Sparky for the uh, electrical side. So you've got this new book, and again, I don't know if we we mentioned, but right off the top, but um, you are the founder of Ripley PR in uh, Maryville, Tennessee. How long ago has it been that you started your own PR agency? Then, yeah, it's been eight years. Eight years. Um, so wow. after. After the time at Clockwork mm-hmm. um, in 2009, mm-hmm. I got the company's the three brands on Celebrity Apprentice, right. and the CEO right. Jim Abrams sold, and then mm-hmm. I went to work for agencies. And so I worked for a couple of different agencies, and really felt like, you know, serving the skilled trades industries. We also work with construction companies, but um, serving those skilled trades was really underserved um, Mm -hmm. in PR. And Mm -hmm. so I, you know, I guess all the things that I did throughout my whole career sort of led to the creation of Ripley PR. Mm -hmm. But when I started it, I did move back to my hometown in Maryville. We're right outside Mm -hmm. of Knoxville and Mm -hmm. Gatlinburg. And I wanted to start my company here and serve companies nationwide. Mm -hmm. So I took little pieces of what I learned over the years, good and bad, Mm-hmm. And um, tried to take the best practices from all of that in serving our clients. 
Well, listen, uh, your your book, you know, takes a little different approach. Obviously, everybody knows about marketing. There's lots of marketing books out there, uh, particularly for the home service business businesses. But I mean, you're not, you know, you're not necessarily focusing just on marketing. Certainly, what you're talking about is marketing, but you're emphasizing more public relations. And I, and I think you know a lot of people tend to think, oh, public relations is only for you know these these huge international corporations or or God forbid, public relations is only when you know something really has gone bad. And I, <laughs> I need some mm-hmm. help to yeah. to to get my damaged reputation back intact. So, but what don't people understand about public relations within the home services business in your mind? Yeah, I I think that the majority of the of the really good home service businesses out there really understand marketing, and they know the importance of getting the name out there every day in some way to be top of mind for the homeowner. Um, You know, if an air conditioning unit goes out or you've got a leaky faucet, you want that homeowner to think of you first. Mm -hmm. So PR is, is a piece of marketing, but like you said, it's often misunderstood. PR is really earned media. And if you think about it, consumers are savvy. And they can tell the difference between a marketing message or advertising mm-hmm. where you're basically saying, my company is great, my company is great, my company is great, over and over. Whereas PR is getting somebody else to say that your company is great. Right, And right. so the way we look at it is we're, we're that middleman between your company and the homeowner, and we reach out on your behalf to introduce you to your local media so that you can be an expert source. You know, it could be National Electrical Safety Month, and you can talk about fire hazards, or you can talk about the fact that your water heater has a vacation mode. You know, what? when do you use that? Um, there's all kinds of ways that you can be a source for your media. And then, you know, all that third-party credibility is super valuable and it goes hand in hand with all the paid advertising that you're doing. Right. That, again, that's a big thing about the book. Uh, the importance of earned media being public relations generated, I guess, being top of mind naturally, I suppose, if that's the mm-hmm. way of thinking about it versus, you know, paid advertising or, you know, spots where you paid coverage, I guess, whereas, PR is earned. Right. Is that am I am I thinking of this correctly? Yeah, and we try to be, um, you know, just as you are a journalist, we try to be a source because mm-hmm. it should be mutually beneficial. Right. You know, you you are trying to get a story, and you want to get a good story that will be educational and informative to your readers. Mm-hmm. It's not super promotional, but for the company that's mentioned or featured, it is promotional. So it's it's you've got to have that mutually beneficial relationship between your company and the journalist for them to want to write about you. But yeah, that's exactly it. Earned media is more valuable to the reader mm-hmm. or the viewer than mm-hmm. paid media. I know many of your clients, of course, uh, because I obviously get a lot of press releases from your company about on on their behalf, and I'm familiar with all the work that you've done, but. You mentioned some things on, on how to get earned media. What is there, I don't know, five things you can do to, to tailor yourself to be the source of this news, uh, this information out there for the local market or what? 
What you yeah, do? that's a great question. And in my book, I talk about performing a SWOT analysis because mm-hmm. you want to really understand what makes you different. And mm-hmm. then you want to share those positive differentiation pieces between right. your business and somebody else with your local media. Break that down a little bit mm-hmm. more, Heather, so people that maybe not are familiar with that term. So SWAT is, yeah. is what? Strength, weaknesses? Opportunities and threats. And yeah. so you want to you wanna deep dive into your company and really take an honest look at what your strengths and weaknesses are, both mm-hmm. internally and externally. And a lot mm-hmm. of companies just look at external. You know, mm-hmm. we, we know the challenges home service businesses face. It's a tough market. It's, you know, there's a lot of new homes. They don't need re- replacements here. Um, they just need service or mm-hmm. it's tough to find technicians. Some of those things are external and outside of your control. But you also want to take a look at internal and and your strengths and weaknesses and try to fix those weaknesses. Um, every business has them. But once you truly understand what makes your company different and special, then you can leverage those things and share that with the community. We work with a lot of companies that do a lot of charitable giving, mm-hmm. really awesome stuff, and they never tell anybody about it. So yeah. I talk about that in the book, too, because a lot of companies are kind of want to keep that secret and not share that with with people because right. they feel it's self-serving. Yeah, that's very valuable for the community. Sure, sure. Yeah, people are maybe a little too humble for their own good, I suppose, in some respects Mm -hmm. on that. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. And uh, what else? I mean, we talked about strengths and weaknesses a little bit. What about about the OT? You know, opportunities are are things maybe maybe it's technology. Your your Mm -hmm. company has some newer technology that your competitors don't have. Threats may be that your technicians are older. And you don't have, uh, if they're nearing retirement, maybe you don't have younger technicians. So what are some things that you could do to attract younger technicians? You know, there's some things out there that, you know, the younger generation is more attracted to when choosing a company to work for. One of those things is companies that give back. So just really understanding what, first of all, your weaknesses are as a company and then what your strengths are, but then trying to put a plan together to address the weaknesses and then really promote those strengths within your community right. using the media. Yeah. I mean, I guess what it comes down to is, is you want to be visible in, in every which way. I mean, it's one thing to have an advertisement that, and it's the nature of advertisement, as you mentioned in the book, I mean, you, you got to be repetitive in advertising. You, you can't just, you know, throw one page of advertising in the weekly shopper and expect the phone to ring. You got to, do it at uh, each issue for maybe years. Uh, but what you're doing here is, you know, more natural visibility. Yeah. And it, it builds momentum. So if you are interviewed um, as an expert source by a TV reporter, for instance, yeah. and you provide valuable information to their viewers, they're probably going to ask you to come back. Some of our clients have had monthly segments. Some of them even have a weekly morning segment because they're, you know, they impressed the, the media so much that they were invited to come back. Can you share a tip with us every week? Yeah. Um, you know, so those, those opportunities are harder to get, but it's super incredibly valuable and um, it does build the momentum that you're looking for. 
and I'm assuming one one way this very much helps is that everybody these days is is going online for recommendations and and reviewing uh, uh, people if uh, if they need uh, home uh, service work, plumbers, electricians, that sort of thing. What do you recommend uh, to home service contractors to ensure that they they get good reviews? I, I, I want to talk about what to do on a bad review too, but let's <laughs> let's be positive <laughs> at the start. I mean, well, how do you ensure that you're getting good reviews? We work with several clients who have thousands of positive reviews online, and then some that that have very few reviews at all. Mm-hmm. And the ones that have a lot simply ask for it. They they role play with their technicians. You know, technicians tend to be kind of quiet. They're, they just want to fix the problem and, and get out. Um, but if you can really train them to ask the homeowner to leave a positive review, if they're happy, um, yeah. they'll often do that. And I think that, unfortunately, people expect good service and they expect a great experience. And so when they get it, they're not as motivated to go online and tell everybody about it, just what they expected to happen, which, you know, is understandable. But if you ask, hey, would you mind leaving us a review and tell them specifics on where you want that review, they'll often do it. So the secret is just to ask. Just ask. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now, what about bad reviews? I mean, what, how, how, do you, how do you counter that? What do you, what do you recommend your, to your clients when, when someone, I don't know, for whatever reason, doesn't think uh, the service was very good? Yeah, well, that happens, and it happens to everybody. Even the best companies have negative reviews out there. Um, yeah. Some of them we know are from your competitors or from former employee or something like that. We know that. We, we tell our clients to look at every negative review as an opportunity to respond and respond in a way that you know that you may not make that person happy, but mm-hmm. you want the response to be public because other people see your response. So mm-hmm. they see that you're engaging with all the reviews, positive, negative, and neutral, mm-hmm. um, even if it's just a short thank you. They see that, and that goes a long way. You can't always make that unhappy customer happy. But sometimes, you know, we we do reviews. um, We help our clients with answers to reviews. And we have seen things be addressed and they go on there and they change their review. Doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes it does. So just responding to it and, you know, knowing that other people are going to look at your response is good. Fair enough. Now, I'm sure online reviews and recommendations uh, have, have changed marketing for home service contractors quite a lot in the last uh, 10, 15 years. What, what other, I mean, you've, you've been helping these guys for a long, long time. What, what, what's happened in the last, say, 10 years that has really changed how they can, you know, reach the, reach the local uh, market that they want to reach? What, what's, what's, what's going on? What's different now? I think marketing as a whole has, has always been important. Um, you know, I think back to, 2008 and 9 when I was at Clockwork and we were we were helping our franchise owners with marketing you know yellow pages was still somewhat mm-hmm. important and and we know now that's gone it's a thing of the mm-hmm. past but now people you know having a search friendly website is more important 
having a call to action on your website, having a mobile-friendly website. We know that most people are Googling you or searching for you on their phone, making it easy for customers to call you. You know, we, we do help B2B companies as well and scheduling software, you know, making it easy for homeowners that may be younger and don't like to phone so much, being able to book appointments on their computer. All that has changed. I think SEO is more important than ever. And PR plays a piece in all of that. It doesn't replace any of it, but it goes hand in hand. And ultimately, you want people to find good things about your company if they search you online. And that's that's really the power of positive PR. And I guess looking ahead, I mean, it's only going to get more and more important that that you have an online presence, an online transparency, I guess, visibility. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's key, right? I mean, that's you got you you got to be online. You got to be you got to be found found online, I guess. Yeah, you do. And I think some companies may take that a little bit too far sometimes and think that they always have to be on the next big social media outlet or platform. For some brands that we work with, TikTok makes sense. For the, you know, they actually use it and they have fun with it and they have a following on there, but for for others, it doesn't. And so you yeah. don't have to be on all of those platforms. You just have to be smart about who your brand is. Again, it goes back to the SWOT analysis mm-hmm. of, of understanding who you are as a company and then mm-hmm. leveraging that in the right places. Listen, we've, we've been talking for almost a half hour, so I wanted to wrap it up. But, uh, you know, one last question. I mean, if I just opened up my home services contracting business today, what, 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 what should I do? Uh, what, 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 do I, what, what would you recommend that uh, I do to get residents in my marketplace? Yeah, I would say use PR from day one. Uh-huh. Um, the easiest thing you could do is reach out to your local media and introduce yourself to them and okay. tell them a little bit about you. If you're from that town, tell them that. Tell mm-hmm. them why you started your business and what you what you do, who you do it for. And, you know, they they might write about you. And if they do, that's that's incredibly valuable for the start of your business. All right, Heather. Well, how do I get your book? Other than Amazon, is there, well, Amazon's good enough, I guess, yeah? It is on Amazon. It is available through um, Advantage Forbes Books. So there are several bookstores that have it. Barnes & Noble has it. It will be on Audible in a Uh couple of months. I'm looking forward to that. Are you uh, narrating it yourself? (laughs) I am not. No, I I chose a a voiceover. I don't think anybody wants to hear me read the whole book, but I'm looking forward to that. I know that a lot of home service business owners are very busy and listen in their car. So mm-hmm. that'll be good. Good. Okay. Well, Amazon obviously is, is easy to, to, for anyone to order it. I'm, I'm sure it's uh, available Kindle and, 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 and regular print yeah. book too on Amazon. And you mentioned the publisher is advantagefamily.com. Is that right? Advantage? Yes. Advantagefamily.com. So you can take a look at that website as well. Well, perfect. Well, thanks for telling us a little bit more about uh, the power of PR, huh? Yeah. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate being on your show. Thanks for calling.